Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is Friday, September 4th, 2020. The poem that I'm going to read today is by Lucy Shaw. It's from her book, What the Light Was Like. Lucy Shaw is an American poet who was born in December of 1928. She is still living today and uh, is one of my very favorite poets. And today's poem is, is a personal favorite. It's become a new personal favorite at any rate. And uh, I want to read it to you, I want to share it with you, and then I'll explain a little bit why I love it, one of the, some of the things that I think are intriguing about it. And then, of course, I will read it again. If you've never read Lucy Shaw or only heard her a time or two on this podcast, I highly recommend that you check her her work out. Uh, it's uh, been widely anthologized, uh, and you can find some of her collections pretty easily on Amazon or bookshop.org or wherever you get books. But this is Time Travel. This is how it goes. So it's not that I'm driving east across Washington towards Montana, but that the tires are unrolling this serried map, moist, unhurried, neon green in May, like a carpet, the landscape shifting away beneath me. Wyoming is flattening itself under my wheels, and endless South Dakota. Sprawling animal limbs of hills, their tawny skin unfolding like velvet, the low sun catching the nap along the ridges, the perception of standing still, and watching the light dissolve. Coming up, Minnesota and a huge weather front. Ahead, a bow of colors paints over a thunderous electric brow of cloud. As I drive through its arc, a wire of lightning connects me to heaven. What I want to say, these lights in the middle of the tunnel, it's, it is all here, uh, all now, where, where I am and where I have been and where tomorrow I will be. Suddenly, the deer... In the shadow light, our encounter seems momentous. She stripes her signature of blood and fur along the car and vanishes into the forest. To die? I cannot know. I'm off again with a sheared-off side-view mirror and a flash of feral presence. Signals show up everywhere. Well, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while you know that uh, perhaps that a few of my favorite things in poetry are the surprise turn, uh, the, the moment when the poem goes from being one thing to becoming something else, or when it reveals to you what it's always been, and on subsequent readings, it, it, uh, you see how it was all kind of working towards a specific point. But when you first read it, or when you read it again for the first time in a while, there's this surprise, this shock, this turn. And it's not shock for shock value. It's not surprise for surprise's sake. It's a surprise because, as I said, the poem is revealing itself to you a bit at a time. So, of course, towards the end of the poem, suddenly, the deer. It's the last phrase of the third stanza. The final three lines of the final line, that fifth line of the third stanza. And, of course, the way she phrases it is, is you know, one of those things that great poets make look easy, right? Because she's thinking about how she sees a head of bow of colors paints over a thunderous electric brow of cloud. I mean, what a great line. And then she says that as she drives through its arc, the arc of this bow of, bow of colors, a wire of lightning connects me to heaven. So there's this like kaleidoscopic storm going on that's, that's, uh, that she says is connecting her to heaven as she drives. 
as the landscape is shifting away beneath her and flattening beneath her wheels. And then it says, what I want to say, and then we get this M dash, and then these lights in the middle of the tunnel. So the tunnel seems to be where she's driving, you know, that kaleidoscopic arc that she's driving through. It could, you know, maybe she literally was driving through a tunnel, you know, the way you might in the Smoky Mountains or something. But it certainly seems that she, this, this, uh, this sort of kaleidoscopic arc that she's driving through. What I want to say, she says, is all here now. It is all here, all now, where I am and where I have been and where tomorrow I will be. And I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. That's the, that's the thing I love about this poem is I, I read it over and over and I'm, maybe I'm just dumb, maybe I'm daft, but I cannot figure out exactly what that means. But then what I love about that is there's this contemplation where she feels like there's moment of this moment of clarity. She feels like there's this moment of, of awareness or knowledge or uh, inspiration or something like that. And then suddenly the deer. She doesn't build up to it and warn us that it's coming or anything like that. Unless you, you know, in some ways I think she is foreshadowing something to come. Um, some sort of collision, if you will. But she just drops that at the end of the, the, this, the stanza. Suddenly the deer. And it looks so easy, like it seems so obvious that sure, you would just drop the line, suddenly the deer, or the phrase, suddenly the deer there. But I think placing it in the right spot is one of those subtle skills that great poets have that turn poems into, you know, truly mesmerizing works of literature. And then she contemplates, of course, that collision, that encounter. In the shadow light, our encounter seems momentous. And she says that she's off again with a flash of feral presence. Uh, feral is a, it means in a wild state, or, uh, especially after escape from captivity or domestication. So she's off again with a sheared off side view mirror. She, she can't see what's behind her. She can't see what's coming up on the side. It's just on into the future with a flash of feral presence. Signals show up everywhere. <laughs> and I love that she ends the poem with that because again, it could mean so many different things, but it also seems to suggest that she's seeing something about the way forward, that she's seeing some sort of, um, pattern, uh, some sort of series of, of signs that she's supposed to follow into the future. So I just love that there's a lot going on in this poem. I'm going a little long here, so forgive me. I'll read it again to you one more time, but I highly recommend that you uh, look into What the Light Was Like by Lucy Shaw, this, this collection. Once more, here is Time Travel by Lucy Shaw. So, it's not that I'm driving east across Washington towards Montana, but that the tires are unrolling this serried map, moist, unhurried, neon green in May, like a carpet, the landscape shifting away beneath me. Wyoming is flattening itself under my wheels, and endless South Dakota, sprawling animal limbs of hills, their tawny skin unfolding like velvet, the low sun catching the nap along the ridges, the perception of standing still and watching the light dissolve. Coming up, Minnesota and a huge weather front. Ahead, a bow of colors paints over a thunderous electric brow of cloud. As I drive through its arc, a wire of lightning connects me to heaven. What I want to say, these lights in the middle of the tunnel, 
It is all here, all now, where I am and where I have been and where tomorrow I will be. Suddenly, the deer. In the shadow light of our encounter seems momentous. She stripes her signature of blood and fur along the car and vanishes into the forest. To die? I cannot know. I'm off again with a sheared-off side-view mirror and a flash of feral presence. Signals show up everywhere. This has been The Daily Poem. I will be back on Monday with another poem for you.